Morning everyone, welcome to this Refresher Thursday. And today we're looking at, um, obviously Refresher Thursday, we look at this sermon that was preached this last Sunday. And last Sunday, we preached the beginning of a new series which we've called Sidekicks. And we're looking at guys in the Bible like the other guy and the story. And so this last Sunday, we looked at Aaron, who was Moses' brother. And when we looked at him a little bit, we... Because I think uh, Aaron gets a little bit of a rough gig, you know. And when you read it from Aaron's perspective, he really does. He's uh, Moses' older brother. Miriam is the oldest sister. And then Aaron is the middle brother. And then Moses is the youngster. And Moses gets to be raised in Pharaoh's um, palace. And he has all the advantages. He kills someone and God still believes in him. And when he goes back to uh, God picks Moses to be the guy who's going to uh, set God's people free. And then Moses is like, I can't speak, I'm too nervous. And so God sends Aaron to help him. So Aaron gets, you know, he gets to live out a bit of his destiny. But then it, what we see is even when Moses goes to go speak to Pharaoh and um, Aaron's speaking with him, there comes a time when Moses doesn't seem to need Pharaoh, need, not Pharaoh, need um, Aaron anymore. And he speaks for himself. And it's for the first few miracles, you always see it's Aaron's rod. That is reached out, so he throws Aaron throws his rod on the ground, it becomes a snake. Aaron stretches out his rod, and the river becomes blood and all that stuff. And then the last few miracles we see it's Moses stretches out his rod. And Moses also, when they part the Red Sea, when the people of Israel leave Egypt, it's Moses' rod. And and so it does seem a little bit like Aaron drifts it into the background. And then there's a few moments in Aaron's life we looked at where He's a bit frustrated with Moses and he wants to rise up against Moses and God comes against him quite hard. And then um, Aaron kind of sows what he reaps, where he's risen up against Moses, who's God's man for the hour that God has picked. Um, the people rise up against Aaron because Aaron was the high priest. And these guys, the other Levites, which was the tribe of priests in Israel, rise up against Aaron. And so now Aaron's sitting there and having to deal with all the stuff. And, and God comes through for Aaron and backs him up. But Aaron faces the chance that he could lose his inheritance. And God eventually comes through for him and Aaron's rod buds. If you want a, a bit more context to this, you're welcome to watch the sermon. It will also be up um, so you can listen to it. But I wanted to talk a little bit today about this thing of longevity. Because when we look at the difference between Moses and Aaron, Moses was a guy for the moment. God raised him up in a moment. He did amazing stuff. But when Moses died, that's the last you hear of him and of his family. In fact, we saw there's that text in, um, in Numbers chapter 3. It says, this is the account of the family of Aaron and Moses at the time the Lord spoke to Moses. The names of the son of Aaron were Nadab, the firstborn, and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. And it goes on to list those guys. It, has, it makes no mention of Moses' children. But when we look at Aaron, Aaron maybe didn't live such a flashy life himself. But when we look down through history, we see Aaron's name dotted throughout. In fact, um, right down at the, when you look at John the Baptist, his parents, Zechariah and Elizabeth, were, they could trace their lineage back to Aaron. So John the Baptist, the, who Jesus called the greatest prophet who ever lived, could trace his lineage back to Aaron. And, and here's the thing. I think sometimes when we look at our lives, we, we can feel like someone's sidekick, like we mentioned on Sunday, a little bit like Aaron felt to Moses. And we aren't aware of the fact that God works uniquely in each person. But I do feel that God is not just wanting to create people for the moment. You know, like fireflies who just blossom for a moment, who shine for a moment, and who are gone. But people who create an ongoing, lasting legacy. 
And when our decision, I think it's something that we need to bear in mind in our decision making even that when we make decisions, it's not just about in the moment. I just want to do the best I can for now and whatever. But Aaron, it's like God was preparing him and working in him for the sake of an ongoing generation that would happen. And Aaron wasn't perfect. You know, we see him, he was an insecure man. So when the Israelites put pressure on him, he built the golden calf. When Miriam put pressure on him and um, said, oh, who the heck does Moses think he is? He's like, yo, who the heck does Moses think he is? And then they rise up against Moses and God sorts them out. And then later on, when Moses gets angry with God, or he gets angry with the children of Israel, and God says, I want you to speak to the rock that water will come out. Moses gets angry and he hits the rock. And Aaron was part of that anger. Aaron also got angry. And because of that, Moses and Aaron never got to enter the promised land. And so Aaron wasn't this well-rounded person who had it all together and whatever. And But the beautiful picture is that God saw all of that, but God never, ever gave up on Aaron. And when we look at our legacy, friends, I think it's so easy for us to look at our lives and think all about, I want to make it, I want to make an impact, I want to do this, I want to do that. And instead of remembering that God is at work in us for the sake of not only our lives, but for the sake of others' lives and for our children and for our children's children. The purpose of the church always wasn't that we would just live for ourselves. And so I believe that when we lead someone to Jesus or we tell someone else about Jesus, it's that legacy of Aaron again, that ongoingness. It's not just about me being a Christian and then I die and, and off I go. It's not just about me being a preacher or me being generous or me being kind or loving or, and gentle and, and the fruits of the Spirit. But it's about me being those things and then being able to pass those things on and my influence to be felt through the church. And it's not just about me having a relationship with Jesus, but about me being able to introduce others to that same Jesus that I know. For me, that's something of that legacy of Aaron that sits ahead of us. And, and so I don't know where you're at today. I don't know what you feel like you've done. When we look at Aaron's life, we see a guy who's flawed, just like us. Yet God never gave up on him and God was working inside of him. And in the moments when it most counted, when people rose up against Aaron and wanted to take everything away, Aaron found his his security in God, and God came through for him. And friends, I'd like to encourage you today that God is at work in all of us, building a legacy. He's building his legacy. He's building his church, and we're part of that. And in being part of that, God is working not only in us, but also through us to see others. And it's helpful for us just to look a little bit wider. The season that we're in at the moment is very much an insular season, you know, where it's it's me and, and, and how I'm doing. And there's a lot of pressures on us at the moment. I, I fully understand that. As we're heading towards December, perhaps some of us are really looking forward to leave. And I can't wait just to dial out and tap out. But can I say this? That even when you go away over this December, I believe that this legacy of Aaron is going to run through your life. And God's going to put bring people across your path. And can I encourage you to be able to... You don't have to be the weird preacher, man. But to be able to share with people and... Jesus has made you to be a voice and so to be able to encourage others and to be able to speak life to people that you meet, to be able to share some of the testimonies of what God has done in you and through you um, over the course of this year and to be able to remind people that God is in control. That for me is part of this, this incredible legacy of Aaron. When we look at the life of Jesus, I'm going to finish off with this. We said on Sunday that Jesus' body went into the ground and was dead but God raised it to life and for Aaron... He had the staff 
that when he was challenged, he had to put his staff into the tent of meeting. And the next morning when he woke up, him and all the other guys' staffs were in there. And only Aaron's staff had budded and and come to life. And so God affirmed that Aaron was the person. And I really do believe this. And maybe over the course of this year, some of us have had things that we feel like God put in our hand. But we're not sure if it's ours anymore, if we can even believe that thing. And can I encourage you that while you're going through this wrestling place, leave that thing in the presence of God. Take it to God in prayer. Take your dreams. Take your aspirations. Take the things perhaps that you felt like, I can't trust God for this anymore. Maybe something's happened. Maybe someone in your family's got sick. Maybe financially it's been a bit tricky. Maybe emotionally it's been a tough space. Rather than allowing those dreams to die in a back cupboard somewhere, we've got a choice of rather than allowing them to die in a back cupboard, we can take those dreams and put them before God and say, God, in your time, I trust that this dream would come back to life. And God in his time will bring those things back to life. And we'll be able to live those things out knowing that it's God who's for us. We haven't had to make it happen. So it's a little bit rambly this morning, but I really hope that that blesses you, friends. This, the life of Aaron, there's just so much in there that can encourage us and spur us on towards good things. Can't wait to see you guys tomorrow.